The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Coast to coast in the biggest way possible. Hanging out. A bad seat, a broken head, a bad apple with a bad attitude. Hanging around a bunch of bad letters, bad taste, bad life, bad dude, bad bread, bad attention, bad vibes. We are live in the FanDuel Sportsbook in the Meadowlands. Across from the Big Apple, NYC, people dressed in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do it. All my friend that come around, flats up, flats up, party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tatter, my brains are splattered all over Manhattan, should do be shake out. Carver High is with me here in the middle of the sports book and the race book. We just saw a guy lose a bunch of money. <laughs> Tough break at Fairgrounds for that gentleman over there. He was not happy with the result of that race. Come on, eight. <laughs> he Come was, on, he eight. He needed that eight bad. Come on, eight. <laughs> Come on, eight. Rip. <laughs> eight didn't pay. You lose. Uh, for you, and what a show planned. I know I'm excited. Are you excited? Bring it in. Come on in. Settle in. Crack a cold one. Pour a cold one. Get a fresh. Spark it up. Whatever you got to do. The Astros, otherwise known as the Liars, the Cheaters, the Hacks. They met the media today. If you even want to call it that, was that a joke or what? I mean, to tell you. How pathetic was that scene? The owner sitting there, I mean, he was as lame as I've ever seen anything in my life. I mean, this guy, what a tool. Honestly, I don't care how rich you are. Nice job handling that press conference today. I mean, it was like it, it was like watching a, a second grader speak. Uh, the players, Bregman and Altuve, we know they're both liars. They both cheated. And all I know is... That they, like Bregman apologized, right? He said, I'm sorry, but he wants to make sure the fans like him again. 
The fans will never like you again because we know you're a cheater and a liar and you were in the middle of it embroiled in it and right there doing it with the rest of them. I don't buy Altuve's numbers at all in his entire career now because I always wondered how that little dude, five foot, a buck sixty, was hitting that many home runs. And now I always thought he was on juice. Now I don't care about the juice. I just know he cheats. So I don't want to hear him. He didn't even apologize. He just talked about how great the organization is. Makes me sick to my stomach. We got Bob Nightingale coming on from the USA Today. And we'll talk about the NBA, the Raptors lost, the Lakers win in Denver, New Jersey Sportsbooks making half a billion dollars. That's all happening right around me here in this building. All the money's being made right here in this place. This is the best sports book in the country right here. Believe me, it is rocking. I got an idea. Why don't we get an update and we'll do all of that later. Plus, our boy Cam styling in uh, Toronto tonight, Marenzi's boy and our boy Cam going to bring it hard in the second hour, plus 7 to 9 on in-game live. Let's get an update from your boy, Carver High. Sports Grid News Update. All right, Scotty, like you just said, the Houston, Houston Astros met the media today for the first time. The highlights included owner Jim Crane starting off by saying that the cheating scandal didn't impact the game or the Astros Astros winning the World Series, and that the players were not responsible. (laughs) It was the the leaders, Scotty, of the team. It was their fault. Oh, Uh, Jose Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman then read less than a minute long apology. The rest of the team then met the media in the clubhouse. We'll talk more about it after the update. Portland Trailblazers star Damian Lillard suffered a right groin strain in last night's loss to Memphis. He is now out for the All-Star Game and three-point contest this weekend. Devin Booker from the Suns replaces him in both events. Tonight's NBA, final night of games before the All-Star break. Only two of them. Both are at 8 p.m. Eastern. The Thunder visit New Orleans. The Pelicans minus three and a half right now. Featured game, Boston hosting the Clippers. Celtics minus two right now. NCAA, only two top 25 games. Number 21, Iowa visits Indiana. The Hoosiers minus two right now. Number 16, Colorado heads to Eugene. The number 17, Ducks, currently laying four and a half. Also tonight, Cincinnati minus seven hosts Memphis in the American. Plenty of Pac-12. USC minus two and a half hosts Washington. Stanford also minus two and a half with Arizona State coming in. NHL 11 games tonight early on in the 7 p.m. Eastern hour. The Blue, Jacks, Blue Jackets go into Buffalo. Minus 10 both ways right now in that one. Leafs host Dallas. Minus 160 for Toronto. Devils are a minus 180 home favorite against the Detroit Red Wings. The Oilers start an East Coast trip in Tampa. The Lightning are minus 195. Flyers take on the Panthers in Sunrise. The Cats are minus 125. And Arizona a minus 130 road favorite in Ottawa. I'm Carver High with a Sports Grid update. You want the edge? Get on the grid. So uh, I just want you to know that on the Pharrell uh, on the Bench pod, the podcast that uh, runs every night at uh, the Billy Idol Hour of Love at midnight, 12 a.m. Eastern, and then 5 a.m. the following morning when you're uh, snoring or drooling or actually getting up and going to work, it airs then as well at 5 a. And um, on that pod that's... uh, 
released around 9.30, 10 at the latest on iTunes and everywhere else podcasts are available. Tonight's pod, uh, I eviscerate <laughs> this guy Crane, Bregman, Altuve, uh, the Red Sox. Uh, I also eviscerate anyone that works here that uh, likes those teams. I just want you to know, Carver High, you know, with all the BS we've listened to the last few nights, including uh, last night, listen, Yankees fault, right? I've heard all of that nonsense right. I can take, too. The Yankees are, are talking yeah. too much about it. They're pushing too yeah. much for the Dodgers. Uh, you know, I, I took care of them on the podcast today, but I, I think that there's more taken care of to be done here. Honestly, Scotty, I thought it was an absolute joke. For that billionaire... To sit up there at that podium there, that table that they had outside the, the ballpark down there. And, uh, where are We've they? had a lot of yeah, problems with the tables today, I just want to say. I think they're at Fort Myers, wherever they, the Astros have their spring training. Here's the thing, Scotty. You know, how could you be so tone deaf? They've been, for a month, Major League Baseball and everybody has been running around saying that the players did this. I mean, they said it right in the report for him to not blame the players today, for him to say that it didn't matter in the World Series. It was embarrassing, Sky. They made it worse. You know how you've been saying they should take the World Series away? Yes. And I've kind of been like, eh, you know what, whatever. You know, they won. It is what it is. You're not right. going back and changing it. That bothered me so much this morning. They should take the World Series away from them. I've had enough of these clowns down there after today. Listen, uh, I have to say this. You cannot... <laughs> sell me or the public or even a dog that it didn't affect the World Series or the playoffs or the wild cards or whatever else, division series, I don't care what it is, or the entire season. I don't believe for one minute that they didn't cheat the entire season. This is not some kind of a a sudden thing that they did in the World Series. I believe that the Astros, I hope everyone in Houston is watching right now, you cheated the entire season, and you got caught. You got busted cold. You are absolutely excuseless. There is nothing you can say to change the fact that you're all a bunch of hacks, liars, and cheats. And to say that it didn't affect the, the World Series is an absolute – it's laughable. I mean, you should get the electric chair just for saying it. I mean, honestly, they should inject them. They should inject them for saying it, like trying to sell to us their stupidity. It's almost vulgarity listening to this guy trying to sell us that uh, it didn't affect the, the games. Shut your face. And then Dusty, who's my boy. I'm friends with Dusty I forever, right? I felt bad for Dusty. Dusty needs to shut up. Well, stop well, Dusty, ta- Stop acting like. He shouldn't be up there. He shouldn't be talking because he, he had be nothing there. to do with it. He had nothing to do with it. So trying to sell that these are good people, good men, good players, uh, all, you know, class acts. Stop. You don't even know them. You barely know them from when you managed any of these players. It was before you. All I have to say is stay out of this. The fact that Bregman oh. uh, apologized, congratulations. But what he said was is that we all just want to move forward and we want the fans to support us. Shut your face. You're another phony with your crappy lying numbers. And this guy, Altuve, how pathetic was he with his oh. little, uh, I don't even know what it was. I don't speak English. I hope he hits uh, I, you know, I, I don't. Uh, I, don't I don't speak English. And I, I, the organization just wants to move forward. Shut your face. You little, I mean, what are you? You're like, I have stuffed animals bigger than you. And I mean to tell you, you're a buck 60 soaking wet. All of your numbers are phony. You're, I thought always that you were on juice. There's no way some guy five foot tall, it's 500 foot home runs. 
And now I know why, because he knew every single pitch. He knew every pitch all year. His numbers are staggering from 2016 until now. After the World Series, they got even bigger. They got even bigger. I did all of the numbers on the podcast tonight. You'll see. You're a liar. You're a phony. You're a cheat. You're a hack. I will boo you if fans do not boo these clowns everywhere they go. Then screw the fans, too. Oh, MLB has a villain now. Come to New York. Come to New York. You're going to get abused like no other. You will be abused. And the same for the Fem Sox. They're a bunch of cheating hacks, too. And that Alex Cora is a cheater. He brought it to Boston. Austin. They cheated. They don't deserve their World Series either. All of those players should be thrown under the bus. All of their numbers are a joke. Uh, I'm going to have a stroke. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have to take a minute here. I'm well, we a only have 30 seconds left. Them. When we come back, can I take a whack at Verlander too when we come back, Scotty? Do you mind if I take a whack at Listen, him I when did, we come back? Uh, yes, do it. But <laughs> I, I have to say, let me just say this lastly. I give Verlander a pass because oh. he's getting a leg from uh, oh, Kate Upton. That's fine. If I'm not you're getting leg from Kate Upton, you are you are not guilty. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.
I was just talking to Mafia, and he just has no nonsense, uh, Carver Hodge. You know, no frills, no no BS. And I was talking to him, I was like, about a problem I have, and I was like talking about one of our major sponsors, and he, he was like, just five seconds, shut up. Right. <laughs> I listen. It is what it is. We got a show to do, so we, you know. You shut your to, face too. Okay. How's that sound? That's the way that it is. All right. So uh, you are opposed to me saying the most important thing in this uh. entire scandal is that Justin Verlander gets to go home and literally be naked with Kate Upton. This is a key component of the entire investigation. Yeah. Look, there's I a, give him a pass. There's a lot of athletes who go home to some serious tale. Like, Not like I, that. I, I understand that. I understand that she's top shelf. I under I top shelf. Put that all on the side for. Right. All right. This guy is one of the biggest phonies <laughs> Why? that I've ever seen. Because is, this is the guy who tweets all the time about the steroid users, about all these cheaters. This should be out of baseball. That should be out of baseball. But then he stands there today and says, and I get he was a pitcher and he wasn't banging the garbage cans in the hallway. But for him to go, you know, I really should have did more. You know, I, I, I could have got involved a little bit more. He's a fraud too, Scotty. He's an absolute fraud, Justin Verlander. I never want to hear from that guy again. And the only guy who looked good today. Only one guy had, you know, actually stood there in the locker room and said, we were wrong, this shouldn't have happened, I wish things Yuri were different. Yuri No, Carlos Correa. Oh, That's yeah. what Correa did announce. Not only did Correa stand there and basically say, listen, this should not have happened, we did something bad here, and then he defended Beltran, right. who everybody has been thrown under the bus for the last two weeks, saying, listen, we all did this on our own. Don't go and blame one guy. Everybody had a part. Aren't of they from, like, the same island or Puerto something? Rico. He, gave, he gave him oh, yeah. the Puerto Rican yeah. love. Yes. Uh, he's just from the same island. But he straight up said, he was like, and don't go saying I'm saying this because we're both from Puerto Rico. I thought Correa was the only guy that stepped up today and actually, you know, I, I felt Did okay Did Guriel do it too? I think Gur- Guriel might have said it, but who cares uh, about him? Listen, I, I don't care about Guriel. Doesn't he, he doesn't even count. I don't count. care about Guriel. You know who counts, Anyone Scotty? that hits 220 no, doesn't no. count. The guys who count are Bregman, Altuve, Correa, Springer. Those are the guys that are count. You gonna the tell me, on the are you going to tell me, wait a minute, are you going to tell me that you believe one word that comes out of of Altuve's career. No. Forget about his mouth. Never. His career, to me, is an absolute asterisk. You think Barry Bonds is bad. Nope. This guy, all of his numbers, there is no way. The next time the guy has a single, I'm going to look in the outfield looking for uh, where it came from. I will n- never respect any number of Jose Altuve or Alex Bregman ever again. I will never those two guys are the biggest two for me. Why are those two guys? And they're the two that got picked to stand there and read those dopey statements up there with Crane today. Those two guys are done with Well, me. listen, I don't Correa know. is the only guy I respect. I don't know Correa. if you know this or not, but uh, Bregman's numbers in that World Series were terrible. He didn't do anything. Well, they all stood there. Like, Correa was like, you know, by the time it got to the playoffs, thing, you know, people were changing their signs so much. That, it, that, that was their whole thing about the World Series. The World Series counts because all the teams were changing their signs because they probably knew they were cheating. So all the teams in the playoffs were changing their signs so much that that, that, that was their excuse today. The guys who actually talked about it and didn't hide behind pieces of paper. I don't of believe that for one minute. I, 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 I absolutely – I'm going to hurl that you just said that because I don't know anything about that. All I know is this is that they won the World Series because they cheated. This is real simple. This is like, you know, uh, fifth grade, sixth grade type stuff. Uh, You know, uh, this is an SAT question. If a team wins the World Series out of nowhere, 
And how about this one? I even threw this in there. Who's our buddy that did the article from Sports Illustrated? Ben Ryder. Ben Ryder. You know, I love Ben. He's a good good guy, great writer, fair enough. I'm just joking when I say this, but I'm I'm really not. Was he in on it, too? Because he predicted it five years before it happened. Like, was he in on it, too? Did, was he the one that taught him, honestly, the, the how to do it? Because how does a guy write an article in Sports Illustrated that the Astros are going to win the World Series in 2017 five years before it happens, and then they win the World Series, and then uh, three years later we find out that they cheated the entire time? Steve, listen, call Tommy Classics and let's get a movie going. You know what I mean? Let's, let's, I mean, immediately, let's get Sony Classics and baseball movie. This one about the high crimes and misdemeanors of the Houston Astros and throw the Red Sox in there too. Now, listen to me. I am a, uh, I will admit, you know, glowingly that I'm a, a pirate and Yankee fan. I grew up in Pittsburgh my whole life. And I like the beloved Buccos, 71 and 79. Don't forget 1960 Yankee fans. I know you remember that. But I'm a Yankee fan, too. Carver, you know that's true. Yes. I go to Yankee games. I love the Yankees. I've loved the Yankees my whole life. I loved Reggie Jackson. Uh, I love the 78 World Series. Everything about it. Uh, my whole house is filled with Yankee memorabilia from the 60 series and, and their history. Uh, is phenomenal, right? So I like the Yankees. I will not deny that. But to sit here and take the abuse that I have sat and listened to about blame the Yankees for all this and steroids, and, I mean, honest to God, uh, you know, Alex Rodriguez I've heard blamed for this, right? Like, this is about, and and I, I do not have anything against I'm not one of these Boston Red Sox haters, okay? I'm not one of these Yankee Red Sox people that spends their whole life hating the Boston Red Sox. I was on the air in Boston for years. You know that, Carver High. It's true. I'm very popular there, and I like Boston. It's a great sports city. I think the fans there are phenomenal. They're a blast. They're cool. They are fun to go to games with and to hang out with. A lot of my good friends are from Boston. Fair enough? But I'm just going to be honest. Screw them, too. Six ways till Sunday because they cheat too. The entire, you know, Astros Red Sox organization are both liars and cheat. You are. I don't care if you own them. Season ticket holder, everyday fan, once a month fan, once a summer fan. Watch every game. Watch one game. You're all phonies and liars. Do it. Boom. There's nothing else to say. Don't blame the New York Yankees because. Uh, the Astros robbed them of a series because they cheated. The Yankees deserve that series. The Dodgers deserve two World Series. And, you know, the Nationals, Christ, what did they do now? Now, because of this, I honestly believe that baseball's got a major cheating problem. Now I don't trust any baseball team at all. I don't even trust the Yankees. How's that sound? I, I, I'm with you. I, I don't trust, trust anybody now. I wouldn't now. trust anybody. Baseball's fake. And they cheat, and now we know they cheat. So what else is there to say? I mean, honest to God, uh, it really is crazy. I, and but, you know, did we not sit here last night and listen to this guy trying to talk about the uh, the Red Sox that it's the Yankees' fault that they cheated? Yeah. Like, how stupid are you? I'm sick and tired. I'm done listening. I'm not letting people on this show anymore. The next time you open your face and you start talking about some nonsense BS and inject swear words here.
When I say BS, do you know exactly what I'm saying? When you open your mouth and start talking about all of that BS, I'm going to come slap you in the face. And I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm done listening to people try to blame others for your bust, your guilt. You're the one going to federal prison, not me. Shut up. I don't want to listen to it. Shut your face. Did that sum it up? Do you think that covered it in terms of like, you know, from the, you know, around the entire story, Carver High, like A to Z, like getting the circle of the wagons thing, like we talk about the Buffalo Bills. Does that cover it, do you yeah, think? Yeah, I'm going to say that you, uh, you covered it all right there. I think that you, you got it all. All your cards are out on the table now with, with that whole situation, okay? So you, We're good. We're good, okay? Did you not hear the line that I gave you today? You, you just ran right over it like a train. What did, I, I, what did I do? You missed the line. When I said we're having all kinds of problems with desks today, oh, when you yes, said yes, uh, yes, they're yes. sitting at that stupid desk, well, and I was dopey, like, the dopey table. That but I go sitting at. We're having all kinds of desk issues today here. <laughs> you have to admit it's true. No, you 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 slid that one in under the radar. Good, job, I did, but you. that was you know. <laughs> did, did I not have a desk problem today in my life? You did, you did. You had a little bit of a problem. Who wakes up and has a desk problem? I usually you wake up, you have a wife problem, or a kids problem, or a health problem, or a dog barfing in your house problem. But I had a desk problem. Who has desk issues? Maybe I'm gonna have to turn this into a podcast, Carver High. I'll do an entire show on desks. Like, Mafia was your favorite show so far, the uh, show I did on dogs and their haircuts. Of course, it was riveting. The whole 20 minutes I had to listen to it, I was enthralled the whole time. Thanks, buddy. Listen, Mafia knows how to handle these problems. I love how he handled the problem before. I was telling him about a major sponsor issue, and he told me to shut my mouth. We have five seconds. Shut your face. I thought that was awesome. I didn't say shut up. I said I'll All handle right, it. Uh, Mafia. Well, I heard shut your face. Didn't you, Carver I? Five seconds. Shut up. I did hear that. Yes. Idiot. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mafia, tell me about the New Jersey sports books. Uh, half a billion? Is that what you're telling me? They took in half a billion, uh, and they quadrupled the numbers that they made from January last year. So it just proves that gambling keeps getting bigger and bigger. Uh, the take was, I think, somewhere in the, the 50 millions. But oh, 185% increase from year to year. And where you are, the FanDuel at the Meadowlands, was the biggest one in both brick and mortar and online. So business is booming in Jersey. I don't know what these other states are doing, dragging their feet, legalizing. I don't know what New York's thinking, not letting you do it in mobile, that you have to go to the like three casinos upstate to do it. It's just asinine because all the money that Jersey's making, these other states should just follow suit. $22 million the FanDuel Sportsbook made and $4 million in uh, cash up front, like right here at the window, right? So now I know why, Carver High, it takes me uh, 45 minutes to get a steak. And that was one minute, one <laughs> month, I mean. That's not even the whole year. That's just one month. That's just one month. But we, we go in there, and it's packed. The sportsbook is packed, right? And we walk in there every night. Carver High goes in there and orders food. Gabe goes in there and orders food. I go in there and look at chicks, and I, uh, I try to watch sports and order steaks. It's very important. But it, it's uh, a lot of money, Carver High, a lot of money. I yes. love money. You know I'm greedy.
No, it is a lot of money in there for the steak, but that's okay. You go in there every once in a while. I actually hung out a little bit after the show last night. I went in and checked out the sports book because I, I wanted to watch the end of a couple games in there last Got night. Got home late last night, huh, Not that late. I, stayed, I was here, you know, another 20 minutes watching the end of that Alabama game, but other than that, I was all right. All right, so uh, Carver High told me today it took him two and a half hours to get here, and he, he lives an hour away. I bet he was in a really nice mood in the car. Yeah, that wasn't a good scene. It wasn't good at all. Uh, we're going to talk NBA. We got uh, Steelers talk. Big Ben isn't finished. Uh, people are thinking he's done, too. Uh, Kaepernick's book. You get it all. Coast to coast. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. All right, back on Coast to Coast. I'm Pharrell with Carver High Mafia, and the crew are back in the uh, world headquarters on 34th, 35th, in the Studio 34, styling in the Renaissance at Sports Grid. And uh, Carver High's with me here in the sports book, gambling heavily. Uh, it, it is crazy. Uh, did you see the story about uh, two of them, Big Ben, that, what it is, GM say he's not finished like he's, he's Eli got a lot and left Rivers. In the tank. He's got a lot left in the tank. And then and then the Kaepernick story about his memoir. Right. What a thrill that'll be for everyone. I know how uh, popular he is. He's like um, he's like Mao Zedong. He's he's huge. He's like uh, the Dalai Lama. Your boy Kaepernick, who wanted two million a game in the XFL. Like I mean, is that laughable or what? I should do stand up with numbers like that. But, but tell me, I do not believe for one minute. I really don't. That Ben Roethlisberger is done. He's got all kinds of arm left in him. He does not throw the ball like Rivers, and he does not throw the ball like Eli anymore. That guy still can have 500-yard games and sling it, and he's deadly accurate. Don't even tell me he throws tons of picks. Well, let's see how he is after this injury, and he comes back. I mean, he had a choice. Here we go. Let's, Blame the we, Steelers. The Bills win? are the greatest oh, team on earth. Here we go. This has to do with one player. Blame okay? the Yankees. It's one player. Here we go. He had major surgery. To, uh, you know, he throws the football, and he had an injury with that. So now he's going to come back. He's going to rehab, and he's, what is he, 38 years old, 37, 38 years old? You think he's just magically going to throw for 5,000 so, yards again? Maybe he will, but I maybe heard he won't. that his uh, elbow, that the surgery was not reconstructive elbow surgery. He didn't have like a pitcher's elbow, a Tommy John. He had a ligament problem in the elbow, and that the surgery was easy, minor, and successful. But because it was a serious elbow ligament injury, he had to sit out the whole year. Uh, there's some people that thought he could have actually had that surgery and come back. And played. That it was not major. It was minor. It was not a major career-ending surgery. Don't you remember when they said that when it was over, they're like, he's fine. He's going to be fine. He's going to be good to go. But now you're just saying proof's in the pudding. Well, wait a second. If he was 28 or 31, maybe I would say, of course he's going to come back perfectly fine. He's 38 years old. I'm not saying he's not going to. I'm saying let's see it first. Let's see him come back and do it. 
It's major surgery that he had. Minor. A minor, major. Mafia, do you believe? Oh, you're a quarterback to me. It's major. Do you believe that he's going to be finished? There's some people that think he should retire and that he should do, you know, the Rivers and Eli and all this other stuff. And now we're hearing the same thing about Andy Dalton, that they're going to move him and that he's finished. Do you think that uh, Ben Roethlisberger is toast because he had his elbow fixed? Or do you think he's going to be half the quarterback he was? Do you really believe that? Seriously. I don't think he's toast. I think we, it remains to be seen what's left in that arm because, like we said, he is 38 years old or going to be 38 next month. So recovering from a surgery like that, minor or not, it's going to take a lot longer. It's going to be a lot you know, uh, more strenuous for him. It's not going to be like he's some young kid that could bounce back quick. That being said, you know, he hasn't shown decline over the last couple of years. So it's not like those other guys who steadily went down, and especially Eli, who their stats went down. They looked bad. They looked like they were getting old, and it was just a matter of time before they called it quits. He still performed at a high level. It's right. just going to be how quickly he recovers. And frankly, what he has left on that team, because Schuster didn't look that great last year. Obviously, he had worse quarterbacks than Big Ben, but it looked a lot different without A.B. last year than it did the year before. Well, I, you know, I said that yesterday that uh, that without AB they were terrible, and that uh, Washington Schuster was always injured. Uh, everything about that team, receiving wise, was a mess, and I think it's because their quarterbacks were so bad. Without him, they were exposed. Rudolph was terrible. Duck Dynasty was even worse. I went to see him play your Jets, and the Jets beat him, and they had about two first downs in that game. They had a, a miracle touchdown heave right before halftime, but that was it. They never had a drive of any kind in the entire game because the quarterbacks were so bad. But you said one thing, and you were right about that, that Roethlisberger has never shown decline yet when he was playing. When he got injured and hurt his elbow, fair enough, had to have surgery. But before that, he had shown zero decline and was still rifling the ball all over the field. Now, Carver Hyde, the uh, Kaepernick memoir, will that be a New York Times bestseller? Oh, of course it's going to be. It's going to change the be, world. Well, it's going to be a New York Times bestseller. There's no question He was about Times that. Man of the Year. It'll be a New York Times bestseller. It's going to sell a lot of books. That's for sure. He's going to do that. If he's not playing football anymore, he's going to score, sell a lot of books. It is what it is. This is going around in a circle here. He sh- should he have still been in the league when they blackballed him? He absolutely should have still been in the league. Now it's been a few years. You know, they're not putting him back in. He's, he's never playing again, is he? He's not. I just don't see it. I mean, he actually looked good in that little workout he had a couple of months ago. But, but he screwed that up, too. Exactly. Because they wanted him to do it one way, and he just wasn't having it because he doesn't conform for anyone. He doesn't do what anyone asks him to do. He does it his way. He, he makes a statement every time that no one tells him what to do ever. That's why he's not in the NFL anymore. That's, that's the bottom line. You can talk all you want about saving the world and being right and police brutality and protesting and anthems and kneeling. The reality of the situation is he never listened to anybody. He did whatever he wanted. He beat to his own drum, which is fine. And then when you do things like that, fair enough, you suffer the consequences. Eventually, guys like Brown, they get rubbed out when enough of the nonsense and shenanigans, they finally just, you know, we're not dealing with it anymore. Bye-bye. And they get rid of you. The guy had a chance to have a workout and get a job in the NFL, and he had a good workout and everything. It's just, he wouldn't follow what they wanted him to do. He did it on the side. He did it where he wasn't supposed to do it. And he invited a bunch of people to see him do it that they didn't want there. And that was all she wrote. And that's that. So last night, what did you think of the Denver Laker game, Carver High? I will tell you this. 
that the Lakers proved to me, because I took Denver, and they blew that game. You're up uh, 15 in the first half. You let them have a 25-6 run. You're down six and a half. You're down six, nine in the second half. You come back, you tie it a couple times, right? And then eventually uh, you have a six-point lead, right? Yep. And then you still can't close the game. And then you go to overtime and your big, who's one of the best passers in the league, throws the ball away, a steal, game over, you lose by four in overtime. All it proves to me is is that Denver cannot win a big game and they can't even do it in their own building when they had multiple chances to close the game. You cannot deny to me that they could have won that game. They were up multiple times and I took them high risk in a bet and lost. Fair enough. I hit a bunch of other bets. Fair enough. But that game bothered me because they blew that game. They had that game a couple times. Now, look, uh, this goes back to what I always say about some of these NBA teams. And this goes, even the playoffs last year, they didn't get it done against Portland. They let Dame beat them. Uh, I will never trust a team like Denver in a big spot. I'm just not. Lakers will beat them. Clippers will beat them. Uh, you know, I think the Jazz would beat them in a series. I, I just, I'm not trusting the Nuggets. I know that they've had second year in a row now. They're having a good regular season come playoff time. They're not on a list of teams that I'm going to invest in, that's for sure. Uh, what did you think of, uh, did you see LeBron's thunder dunk in that game last night? That was, that a, he, that I mean, was a good one. That was, <laughs> that was maybe one of the strongest dunks I've seen uh, this year. That was a violent dunk. Uh, you'll see that one for a while. So Denver's the number two team in the West. You have no faith in them whatsoever. I mean, in the first round, I would. And when they play one of these other really good teams in the West, I'm not going to be betting on them. Absolutely not. I will not bet on the Denver Nuggets to beat anybody of significance. Never. Murray had 32 and 10 dimes, and they still lost. How do you have a double-double with 32 and 10 and you still lose in your own building? How it goes. No, lo- no, no love there, honestly. So how about this one? I hit the Warriors in the six and a half. They lost by six in Phoenix. Uh, did you like that bet? Because uh, I was into that. Remember last night I told you uh, I'm all over the Warriors the way they're playing lately. And I just want to look at that number. It was seven and a half. It was seven and a half that I got, and they lost by six. Yep. So they covered that one as well. I, I watched the first quarter, of course, because I had that under in the first quarter. The right. 58 and a half. And I got I got to buy a half. 50, buy a 58 points in the first quarter. So the Warrior unders in the first quarter continue to be very – profitable for me so and then uh wiggins had 27 4 and 5 in that game uh let's look at uh the jazz i gave you the uh, jazz last night laying four and a half what an awful trip for the heat huh i think That's you awful you trip. and the other guy were on the uh, heat there. i was not on the heat no you, you were not no i was not he was uh, yes he was uh scotty was on the heat i was on the jazz and laid the points and they got they are so tough at home spider had 26 five and four uh i was on the mavs uh and that one i laid uh six and a half it was my number five play on pharrell on the bench.com that hit yes and you had poor zingis after the game say how him and Doncic are you know they're really starting to to click together it'd be nice if they actually played together for more than like two or three games right one gets hurt and then the other gets hurt and then one gets hurt so they actually finally played together last night and they could be a force you know even if those two guys were healthy Scotty, I'd be, I, I'd bet on them over Denver in a seven-game series. That's right. I'd take the Mavericks over Denver. Oh, I love, I love so Doncic. If they're both healthy. 
Right. So uh, Grizzlies 111-104 over the Blazers. I gave you uh, Memphis to win. I tried to middle it. That didn't work out. I had four and a half, so they uh, didn't uh, cover by about three and points. And, of course, Dame got hurt in the game. He's not going to play in the All-Star game. He, he had 20 and, uh, 25 and 10. Uh, he, he pulled a groin, right? Uh, yes. My question is, do you believe him? Or does he want a nice vacation? He just didn't want to go to Chicago this weekend? That yes. That's what it was all about? Yes. I do, oh. not, I do not believe he wanted to go to Chicago. Oh, he's still going to be there, though. all that nonsense, and he took a vacation. He's still going to be there. Oh, he's still going to go? He's going to perform as Dame yeah, Dolly. Yeah, he's not going to play, but he's going to perform. Oh, well, that's important to uh, do his rap performance and to get as much leg as possible. I'm into that plan. All right, fair enough. He's not going to play. The Nets, uh, we're going to talk about that as well tonight uh, when we have Cam on in the second hour uh, of Coast to Coast. Coming up, we got uh, Bob Nightingale of the USA Today. We're going to see what he says about the Astros and the Red Sox. And he better uh, line up with what I'm thinking, that all these dudes are liars and thieves and criminals and uh, that they should strip them of those World Series Coast to Coast. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Pharrell Coast to Coast on Sports Grid. Get on the grid, son. Carver High's here. And the great writer, our dear friend, one of the best in the business, hands down, no questions asked, Bob Nightingale. Not only is he great, his son is a fantastic baseball journalist. They're both in a heavy competition against one another, but the father still teaches the young son a lesson or two at his own hand with his brilliance in writing, his scribe. The guy's a genius, and we love talking with him. Many years on the bench. Now he's on Coast to Coast, waxing up with us. How are you, Mr. Nightingale? Yeah, I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself, Scotty? Well, they finally gave me a TV show, Bob. It's very exciting, and I did it uh, strictly for my good looks and the money. So let's talk about the uh, Astros. Were you uh, in uh, Florida today? Is that where they had that monstrosity? And what did you think of that? I thought it was the most pathetic thing I think I've ever seen. I thought Crane was a joke, uh, not uh, saying anything about the players other than that they're wonderful people, which they're not. They're all a bunch of liars and cheaters. And then uh, talking about how it's not going to happen again on his watch, but it did happen on his watch. And he also uh, let these two players not answer any questions from the media. And I even thought Dusty was embarrassing. He had nothing to do with it. He should have never opened up his mouth either. That whole thing was a train wreck, Bob. Well, you know, they, they never should have had the press cameras because once inside the clubhouse door is open, uh, I'll give them credit. Those guys were at the lockers for about 45 minutes answering questions and everything else. So they were very good. Uh, but, yeah, the TV part, that, that's the part they blew. It, it's a, uh, it made no sense. You know, as you said, the, uh, that thing didn't answer anything or, or say anything. But once, uh, once inside the clubhouse, 
they were uh, very forthcoming. So, uh, Bob, do you believe for one minute that those players uh, that cheated, and I believe they cheated the whole season. I'm not one of these people that believes they cheated just in the playoffs or just in the World Series. I'm not buying any of that. I also, and I'm just going to tell you, I do not believe one word that comes out of Altuve's mouth or Bregman. Bregman's numbers were bad in the World Series, but Altuve's numbers to me have been uh, so astronomical in his career and I've always wondered how a guy that little can hit the ball that far. And everybody says he has the fastest hands ever and great bat speed. And you know what this reminds me of is uh, Barry Bonds. People uh, want to put an asterisk around Barry Bonds with his bat speed because they said he was juicing. Uh, I always thought Altuve was juicing. Now I know he wasn't juicing. He was just cheating because he knew all the pitches that were coming every day. And I believe any major league baseball player with talent like he has in his eyes and hands can hit that way if he knows what the pitch is. I'm done with Altuve. I think he's a cheater for the rest of his life, in my in my opinion. I swear to God, I'm not even kidding. Well, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens during the season because if those guys start slumping, Everybody said, oh, see, it was they, uh, cheating. That's the reason they were good. So you're right. There's going to be a lot of scrutiny on those guys. Uh, a lot of scrutiny on those guys as far as whether anything's going to, uh, you know, if they if they start struggling, it's going to be because they were cheating. Uh, if they perform, no one's going to say a word. So they got to win, and they got to uh, they got, they got to win big. They got to win 100 games, or people are going to uh, say it was all, it was all a uh, mirage. So Bregman said uh, he was sorry, and uh, I don't believe that either. I think he's sorry he got busted, which is everyone is sorry when they get popped, and then they tell everyone how sorry they are. Uh, I have to say what he said about he just wants to regain the trust of the uh, baseball fans, and all I have to say about that, Bob Nightingale, is good luck with that. I mean, why would I ever uh, regain the trust why would I ever root for Alex Bregman again when I know he cheated his whole, I mean, the entire season, in my view, uh, he cheated. Not only that, uh, I said, uh, I, I even think the Sports Illustrated article was probably in on it. They knew five years before they were going to win the World Series that they were going to win the World Series. Was that guy in on it, too? I mean, honestly, like, I can't keep track of all the lies, Bob. Yeah, no, it's a mess. Uh, yeah, you're right. The, uh you know, discuss with everything else. You know, the one thing we get, we do have to wonder about is that we, do we really believe the Houston Astros were that much smarter than everybody else? We, do we think the other 29 teams are clean too? And I think that's what they're getting a little annoyed at. Like, hey, it's almost like in the Mitch report. Just because guys weren't in the Mitch report doesn't mean they weren't using steroids. So we'll see. Uh, obviously, the Red Sox are being investigated. But they don't have a whistleblower, you know, like the uh, Oakland A's do. I know. The uh, uh, Astros did with Mike Byers, who's now with the Oakland A's. So without the whistleblower, I'm not sure how much they're going to get on the Red Sox, uh, you know, and some of these other teams that come down. I don't, I don't believe though for a second, though, uh, Scotty, that the uh, the Astros are the only team doing this. Yeah, I don't believe it either. Bob Nightingale, USA Today. Bob, I think the, uh, I, you know, now I said this earlier. I think 
Baseball probably has a, a gigantic sign-stealing problem that it's going to bleed in. You know how these stories go. You tell us, Bob. They, they have legs, right? Uh, we've always said stories. I went to journalism school at Indiana University, Ernie Pyle. Stories have legs. They have, uh, they, and they have, you know, veins. They go off in all kinds of different directions. This is just, is it not just scratching the surface, just the beginning of this story, that it's going to lead to all kinds of other chaos? It already has with the Red Sox. I mean, I'm sitting here on the air uh, on this Sports Grid TV, and uh, people are telling me, blaming the Yankees for it. I'm like, the Yankees got screwed in that series. The Dodgers lost two World Series because of it. Are you convinced of that at all? Do you think the Dodgers got screwed? Possibly. I mean, one thing in the, uh, you know, maybe the Dodgers were self-inflicted in the sense that both games six and seven were at Dodger Stadium. Uh, they weren't you know, were in Houston where they had the monitors right there. Uh, so, you, you, you know, you don't think you could do that in the road. There was no, uh, you know, no uh, evidence that they did cheat in the road. So the Dodgers may have that, you know, themselves to blame for that. And let's be honest, during the whole World Series, people were speculating, hey, what's going on here with both teams? So who knows who was doing what? Do you think that the Boston Red Sox uh, did it uh, for the entire 2018 season? Because I sure as hell do. Well, certainly that's suspicions because, uh, you know, the same uh, guy, Alex Corey, came over. And if he was orchestrating things like everybody said in Houston, why not continue doing it in Boston? So that's why they're being investigated. But like you said, they don't have that whistleblower, so they may get a little off. Uh, but obviously something had to be going on, and the Red Sox wouldn't have fired him. Do you believe that uh, Hinch or Cora or Beltran will ever manage again in Major League Baseball? I don't even think they'll uh, be uh, – I frankly don't even believe there'll be a coach. I think at best uh, I could see maybe a TV analyst gig because don't all baseball players that retire end up on television? Yeah, a lot of them do. The uh, well-spoken ones do for sure. Yeah, I'm not sure Beltran's ever a manager again because I think the the, uh, Mets took a uh, long shot to, you know, give him that job in the first place. You know, he's never managed in the minor leagues or anything else. We'll see about Hinch and Cora, both very popular guys in the, with, with their players and their teams. I think it just may depend what's going on here. And uh, it depends how, uh, you know, how much more evidence comes out that Cora knew everything, how much more evidence that Hinch was uh, you know, orchestrating stuff. So uh, I think the jury's out, but I think it's going to take a while. I don't think it's going to be right away. And, hey, we had 11 manager openings this past, you know, this past year, so the odds are only going to have a couple next year. And they're going to be lousy jobs. This, this was the year to get a manager job because there were some great there were some great job openings. Bob Nightingale, USA Today on Coast to Coast with Pharrell. Do you uh, feel as I do? And I'm just asking because I think I, I've lost. Uh, I'm going to say at least sixty percent of the respect I had for uh, Rob Manfred. I think his handling of this was um, feeble at best, and the. Um, you know, given these players, all these baseball players, uh, you know, a free pass on this, uh, it, to me, is just, it, it's uh, it, it boggles my mind. I can't even fathom that they all, uh, you, know, got a, uh, you know, got out of this. I mean, I don't understand it at all. I thought he did a, a terrible job, and I think a lot of people don't respect him now. Would you agree with that? Well, I think in, the, in this case, he wasn't going to get any, uh, you know, 
on this testimony unless guys were uh, promised immunity. And let's be honest, if the, uh, if the Astros were going to be punished, nobody would have said a word. It would have been their word versus Mike Byers. So I don't think that, I don't, I don't think that again, they, they're not getting the same kind of information from the Red Sox because there's no whistleblower. So, but I do agree that after this year, hey, you can't give uh, immunity to anybody. If someone gets caught, let the players know. Hey, you're going down for 50 games, or you know, a PV suspension, you know, something like that. You know, any one game thing. Uh, you know, hey, baseball asked for this when they put the technology there with the insert replay and let the teams move the monitors right next to the bench. You were asking for big time trouble. Uh, I got respectfully 40 seconds, Bob. Uh, what What do you think Garrett Cole is going to do with the Yankees this year? Do you think he'll win 75 games? <laughs> yeah. uh. He should be good. I mean, he's the ace they need, and he was he's a fabulous pitcher, great competitor. I'll tell you what, I think it's going to be, I mean, this could be what MLB dreams of. I mean, I mean Yankees-Dodgers World Series, that'd be fabulous. Uh, I have to say, lastly, Carver High, really quick, I want to get an analysis of Bob. Uh, the picture that we have, the graphic we have of Bob, Bob is clearly like, I mean, he's like Elvis. He looks so cool. We have him pimping a, he's got the chain on, he's got the sunglasses dangling from his uh, shirt, and he really looks like he could go clubbing right from the stadium and pick up chicks. I mean, Bob, we gave you the greatest Elvis look ever. What do you think, Carver High? He looked fantastic. He looks great. Bob, the pick looks great. I know you can't see it, but it looks outstanding, Bob. Bob, you look terrific. I mean, you I'll look marvelous. Thanks for coming guys. on Coast to Coast. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on, Bob. Thank I love you, you brother. Good to uh, catch up. All right, there he is. Oh, look at him. He looks just fantastic there. All right, see you, Bob. Bob Nightingale, USA Today. He looked just, I mean, that was unbelievable. I, in fact, I just got a text from 34C said she wanted his number. What is that about? I'm trying to, can I just go home and not have all these problems? Uh, Carver High and Pharrell, coast to coast. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.